The following podcast is for information purposes only and is not suitable for retail investors. Hi and welcome back to this week's Chart of the Week podcast. It's Thursday the 12th of May and I'm here with Lorenzo Laposta who's going to be chatting more about recent US dollar strength. Hi Gabby, Um, hello to all our listeners and uh, yeah, thanks for having me today. We have discussed um, many asset classes so far this year. It's been extremely volatile for equities, for interest rates, for commodities, for bonds. Um, But we haven't talked uh, another asset class that also experienced some pretty high volatility. And uh, with that, I mean exchange rates. Um, The theme has been a much stronger US dollar. And in fact, uh, if you look at the US dollar index that measures the average exchange rate of the US dollar against uh, a few major trading partners. Um, that index is up about 7.5% uh, year to date. Just um, a reminder, exchange rates depend on a variety of factors, um, especially uh, you know, capital flows um, changes that uh, very often depend on market sentiment, uh, but also on, on interest rates differentials between two countries. So uh, the US dollar is up 7.5% or so year to date, um, but who's on the other side? Uh, there is um, a weak euro and sterling, both down 7 to 8% as well, um, as investors start questioning how far uh, the European Central Bank or the Bank of England will be actually able to raise interest rates this year without um, having severe economic consequences. And also a, um, a typically safe haven, um, I'm talking about the Japanese yen, uh, is also struggling um, down about 12% against the US dollar, as um, the Bank of Japan seems to be extremely committed to keeping a, an ultra loose policy uh, from a monetary perspective and not really willing to uh, raise interest rates um, at all. And even uh, the Chinese renminbi, typically a a very stable currency, is actually down 5% against the US dollar uh, so far this year as the country struggles with a resurgence in COVID cases uh, that is in turn dampening the outlook for uh, the country's growth. Um, Ultimately, uh, there is a couple of reasons why the US dollar is uh, strengthening against other major currencies. Um, The Federal Reserve is rising interest rates faster than um, all competitors, um, and also uh, the US dollar is also seen as a safe haven. So whenever markets turn volatile and risky, um, investors uh, turn to the US dollar, among other things, to find uh, a bit more safety, which in turn obviously helps with strength. Thanks, Lorenzo. And what consequences does a stronger US dollar have? Well, um, you know, as a pretty long list of consequences, but to me, uh, the main ones that come to mind are, first of all, um, negative uh, for uh, US companies, especially uh, those um, maybe that have multinational operations who need to convert their you know, foreign currency revenues back into a stronger local currency. Uh, but also uh, is negative to exporters who, um, you know, are actually selling their products at a relatively higher price at a time when um, the the world is struggling with growth and uh, potentially having lower demand for goods and services. 
Um, and finally, a stronger US dollar is a negative for emerging markets that very often uh, you know, have um, US dollar denominated debt, uh, both at government and corporate level. And that means, you know, obviously a higher uh, US dollar means um, a relatively higher um, value they have to pay on their debt. Um, and hence a lower credit quality or uh, definitely lower margins for their operations. Um, the only entity that is probably gaining from that um, is uh, the Federal Reserve, so the uh, US central bank. Um, in fact, uh, you know, a stronger dollar um, would put some downward pressure on, uh, on this multi-decade high inflation rates, and that in turn could give policymakers a bit more flexibility. Um, they may not need to raise interest rates uh, as high and as often as they um, actually, um, as they otherwise might have. Um, so, you know, remains to be seen so far, um, a 7% strengthening is not uh, unseen, it's not uh, too new whenever, uh, you know, markets turn as turbulent as they've been so far. Um, but we think, um, the US dollar may not be ready to cool off just yet. Um, and, uh, you know, in the next few months, we'll see how that plays out. That was really useful. Thank you, Lorenzo. And I look forward to chatting with you again next week. Thank you, Gabby. Goodbye. For professional advisors only, the views expressed are those of Momentum Global Investment Management at the time of recording and are subject to change without notice. Momentum Global Investment Management has used all reasonable efforts to ensure the accuracy of the information contained in this communication, but we cannot guarantee the reliability, completeness or accuracy of the content. This podcast is for information purposes only and does not constitute investment advice or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell. Momentum Global Investment Management, company registration number 37330094 has its registered office at the Rex Building, 62 Queen Street, London, EC4R1EB. Momentum Global Investment Management Limited is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority in the United Kingdom, registration number 232357, and is exempt from the requirements of Section 71 of the Financial Advisory and Intermediary Services Act 37 of 2002 in South Africa. In terms of the FSCA FAIS Notice 141 of 2021, published on the 15th of December 2021. For complaint relating to Momentum Global Investment Management's financial services, please contact distribution services at momentum.co.uk. Your capital is at risk.